Don't touch me. Let me get this going. Dude, we have a great episode today. Yeah, you guys built this up way too much. What? The fact that I had to listen to you and the brothers being like, oh, yeah, finally in season two, you're going to get a good one coming up. This episode was okay for like 15 minutes. I'll give you the last 15 minutes. Otherwise, overall, I'm kind of blah. Who's my villain? What are you giving me? Why do you need a villain? I need something to entertain me. And instead, I kind of have like family drama going on everywhere. You're so childish, bro. All you want is skanky high school drama and then a villain. Yeah. I want a damn superhero show. Instead, what do I have? Family Matters. It's a good one. It's a great show. Full House? It's a soft reboot. You like that? Is it a... Which one do you like more, Full House or Family Matters? This is going to tell everybody if you're racist or not. Jesse, one of the brothers, just texted me right now. said, always appreciate the shout-outs, especially when Taylor is mad at us. Oh, my <laughs> God. I'm so tired of this. You know what? You, they do realize that we're never going to have guests on the show ever again, right? I, I hope that everybody realizes, Jordan's included in this, even though he came up with Booze Bag. No matter what, the guess, there's going to be no more. I just can't have it. I want to be able to hear my own voice speaking at all times. A lot of people shout at me. makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. You like, it's, it's what Michael calls, our good friend Michael, uh, the one-player syndrome. Yeah, you know first what? First-player syndrome, sorry. Yeah. You got to be first player, you know? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I always you have to you be don't on like, the remote. Yeah, you don't like to be you know, manhandled. Never. Verbally or physically. No. Damn. I'm already a small guy. Don't make it worse. <laughs> um, so, I mean, before we even get started, I guess you could let the commercial play for a second. But I don't want to let the commercial play. Instead, I want the buildup for every single moment of this episode because you're going to go through every single scene and you're going to tell me why this episode is great because I don't think you can do it. Dude, I think you're just being really whack. Whack? Whack. You know who's whack? the kids you know why they're whack because they're just not good parents right now wow they're only focused on themselves wow. not focused on the son they have at hand only one that's in the stomach aka the belly you know why selfish he's blood he's not you clark that's right that's right <laughs> and of course oh dude don't let it play now bro we got an intro intro first intro we've already had this intro before Kinda. We have. Kinda. Yeah, we've had a this little intro. Bit. A By little the way, bit. I've gotten a lot, and this is the other thing that bothered me. So this intro, exact same. The scene with them all complaining in the hallway of the school, the very next scene, exact same scene. <laughs> <laughs> they have now done it twice. It's so weird. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's like the same. Even like people that are getting upset with the assignment. Mm-hmm. Maybe Clark's the one that throws the hissier fit when it's the interview that chloe has to do but this one i guess chloe's the one that throws the bigger fit yeah actually it's pretty equal between all three of them Mm -hmm. and i will give them this though they all have points oh yeah yeah they all actually have their own points and not gonna lie to you since they all have their point together and the fact that they're all in the same class if i'm then fuck you teacher (laughs) (laughs) and yeah so the intro of course he's talking about is the intro to episode 17 of season two, Smallville, Rosetta. 
And can you guess what the what the title means? Uh, isn't it like the the program where you're able to learn like a new language? So I'm going to assume that okay. this would be us learning a new language, aka the kryptonite symbols. Or mm. Krypton symbols, or I'm sorry, cave symbols. That's okay. right, dude. I'm, I jumped the boat, aka the brothers. <laughs> I jumped too far ahead. So mm. for right now, mm. the cave symbols. Cave symbols, yes, indeed. And so again, this is the Somebody Save Me podcast. The two nerds, again, Joseph and Taylor, this week with a good episode. Not just okay, it's good. It's okay. I give it a six out of ten. Seven. See, you are, you're trying to, like, build this up as if it's an 8. You're even giving it a 7. seven. Oh, my God. You had me at 6.5. good episode. That can be a 7. It's a 6.5. No. 7. It, look at it this way. Maybe six, even 7.2. If you looked up Rotten Tomatoes 65% out of 100, you'd probably still go and see that movie. Maybe. Oh, I'd have to, I'd have to be torn. Oh, I'd have to be torn. It depends also the type of movie. I think Aquaman is ranked around 65%. God, you know what? Aquaman 2, that better be great. And I'm talking death to Mara. I'm talking death to the family, all done by Black Manta himself. I just want some comic accurate. Or let's have it where Black Manta and Mara fight to the death while Aquaman is chained, having to save his baby, and then he cuts off his own arm (laughs) or his hand, and we do it like the Justice League cartoon. We got to have some type of tie-in. It's got to be able to play out like that. Because you know what the real problem, too, is? The fact that the Shazam director, I can't remember his name because he pissed me off so much, stated that, oh, yeah, we don't know when Black Adam and Shazam are going to fight against each other. Oh, my goodness. What do you mean that you don't know? What do you mean that this is not a plan or that this is not in the works? And you know what? This is what the real problem with The Rock being Black Adam Black Adam's not a superhero, but it's because it's The Rock. Let's make him a superhero. He's such a big star. The Rock would be better as a villain for this role. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to turn him into like a hero. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have like the jokey humor. They're going to make him turn a light side. And they're going to show you a side of Black Adam that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. DC, just stop. Just oh. give me what I deserve. Man, you had that pent up and then... Man, there's a lot of it. It's because with Comic-Con being last week and then having to hear about all of Marvel's announcements and then having to listen to DC's announcements, which, by the way, nothing. Dope, right? Like, yeah. By the way, do you even look at their animated movie list? You know what it states? There's eight movies. Batman, Catwoman, Batman, Catwoman, Batman, 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 Batman. Stop. Like. No, 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 no saturate the hell out of batman what the hell dude saturate 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 it's dc's announcements were so disturbingly bad dude they're so good they're so (laughs) not and it just remake smallville or you know what re-release smallville with the deleted scenes added into the episodes have it the fan episodes like they do with the office on peacock do that with smallville and re-release it on hbo max dude i would watch that i would be all about we're already watching it dude no no with the deleted scenes added no but like we're watching no 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 no. with the deleted scenes added you know i was looking it up while you were talking and um rosetta got a 9.1 on IMDb. I'm going to puke. Oh my god. So, All right. I think we could it's safe to say that uh it's a great episode. <laughs> it's I'm so mad at you. 
Woo! Nine point one. Yo, that's like one of the highest rated ones on here for this season. I think it's only because we have our man in this episode, aka the original Superman. That is the only reason why this isn't going to be rated that high. We don't get another nine rated episode until the last episode, which is the kiss. <laughs> no, why are you spoiling things for me? That's you knew that. That's the last. Yeah, episode but I forgot. You even mentioned oh it before. I forget. Yeah, you're reminding me of these things. See what you do. Remember what you forgot. No, see, I never, I never remember what I forgot. Dude, you know, whatever, man. We got to start getting into it. But again, follow us on Twitter. Somebody save <laughs> underscore me. I'm tired of no one talking shit to Taylor because it gives him something to do. Make him do something. It's because all I do is talk shit to Joseph. Yeah, I'm tired of it. I gave him a platform to do it on. And it's like, but you do be posting some funny stuff. Like, <laughs> what was the one recently for a Prodigal? It was like, imagine a son with hair. <laughs> <laughs> when your father meets his son with hair <laughs> dude it's great and he's just looking at him like hands on cheeks like like he's just in awe. i just love like this like pose oh you do he's so sad bro. I I was mean. it's like damn it why did i find this dude i did this yeah but again follow us on there talk shit again we got the video platform eventually coming out we'll probably do it season three maybe we'll think about it well they know? have to see the room they need to see this yeah. room, yeah. That's true. Yeah, we'll only record in this room. Mine's not cool. Yeah, yeah. People are going to be disappointed. Unless we record on the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. 20 stories up. Hey, yo, check this wind out. I'm going to be so scared. Let your warm hands break right through, dude. All right. So intro this episode, as we were talking earlier, it's kind of a repeat. I believe, what was it, the first one? Pilot? I don't think it no, was No, 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 because it wasn't Pilot, but it was the one with Lana and him going into her bedroom. Mm, that's right. Okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I remember, oh, yeah. So we're basically getting this kind of like bird's eye view through the eyes, first person, where we're flying through the clouds, we're flying through the fields, and now we're flying into the cave. Or I don't know if we're flying still at this point. It looks we like are we're kind of sure, walking. We are for sure flying. This is the exact scene from that episode <laughs> of season one. I think but it was like are, episode three or something. And so now we get a view close up of the cave uh, symbols, writings, whatever. And it's the one that has the keyhole of the spaceship in there. And so who do we see now? Clark, who is flying. He is floating in the cave. He's reaching out for the wall where the key slot is. And he's just like, oh, this feels good. Hey, hey, that clay's going to rub off on your clothes, man. Yeah, well, according to Pete and Chloe, you need to get off those symbols. Clark's just allowed to put his hand all over them. Yeah, Talk about grease. ruining it. Yeah, all that farmer grease. Yeah, Wait, farmer grease, is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he just had a burger or I something. I just assume they're dealing with sludge all the time. Uh, so I do have to pause real quick here. Uh, did you think this thing was real? What do you mean? Did you think that this was actually happening, or did you believe, just like the episode of season one, that this was a dream scene? Already assuming, well, it's hard for me because I know he's, he can't fly. No, no, I'm not fly. saying what you know. No. Let's try to say what your thought okay, is. Okay, okay, yes. okay, okay, Would you have thought this was real or would you have thought that this was a dream? No, a dream. Okay. Something. It's something along the lines of a dream. Maybe just daydreaming or whatever. But yeah, because Clark, 
it's like you get all these episodes, it's like, oh, we're flying all of a sudden. So that's where it's already tipping me off as a general viewer. Like, okay, this may be not real. And then, of course, the whole key thing. I mean, we knew they had it, but remember I'm, John said he hit it. I'm, I'm with you all the way here, except for one thing, and that we'll get to. But Clark is now reaching out. He put the key inside of the hole. He is now touching it. Big flash, bright light. All of a sudden, we are now seeing Clark. He looks to be passed out in, in the, the middle of the road. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like Route 30, Route uh, 6. They clarified Route 8. Route 8. I was close with the 6. But, as, okay. So. Yeah, we got a We have a Porsche, car. Yeah, Porsche speeding down Route 8, where all of a sudden Clark reaches his hand out as if the bright light is going to hit him. Turns out, guess who's in the car? It How is convenient. Lex Luthor. What was he doing? Um, what like is he doing this nightly late? stroll with a suit on nightly stroll with his suit on That's how right. late is this because obviously whenever we get to the next scene it's going to be daytime saying that clark was just dropped off by lex so this is about what 4 30 a.m it has to be and he looks at clark like what the hell are you doing lex? well actually i don't know high schooler farm life he's in bed probably by like 10 o'clock bro well, not like just on a normal what time night, it instead is of now. you know stalking the graveyard or anything like That's that. That's what I mean. Is that come on? We've seen him before being out this late. Lex being out this late is the more questionable one. But I do want to just say this. What if it's like two a.m.? I th I think the scene's real. By the way, you thought the cave one was real? I I still I now I do because of the scene with him waking you up. You know, that's a good point because I mean. In that first episode, when he does have the yes. dreaming of flying over Lana, he wakes up landing on his bed. Yes. And broke it. So that means he, subconsciously he can fly. Yes. His true inner Kryptonian. His sleepwalking is sleep flying. Yeah. Yes. Sleep flying. Dude, good point. Because, yeah, at that point, it's like he was flying towards the cave, I think, yeah. probably at that point. And but then that dream ended. And he wakes up and falls down. Yes. I, I just think that there is a moment in that where it's all real. And when I first saw it, to your other point, which is why I bring this up, completely thought it was a dream. Even me being first time, because again, I forget a lot of things when it comes to these episodes. <laughs> not anymore now. But when it came to back then, I did not remember him putting the key and him waking up in the middle of the street. Because yeah. for me, that's like, okay, he is able to sleep fly. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I would totally buy that, too. And it it's really cool because they even clarify that, yeah, he was probably flying because we'll we'll go to it in a second. But also, I wish they actually clarified, like, let me see his feet. How dirty are they? Like, is he is he walking that much? By the way, his, his feet look pretty clean from what I could see. Yeah, it looked like he was fresh out of bed. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's why I'm going back to the real problem here. What was Lex doing? Can we go back to that, please? Because I need to know there was no female with him. There was no person with him. There was no phone call. What was Lex Wait, doing? Now that I think about it, because the next scene we have coming up is that Clark's getting dropped off, obviously. Yes. And it's morning now. It's morning. That's what I mean. So. It's got to be 4.30. This is cemetery time. Nah, I think it was more like 6 a.m. What was Lex doing at 6 a.m.? He is a working man. Driving in his suit? He owns his own company. Okay, so he's up driving around that early. I'm not believing he's this. He's probably on his way to work. His work is in his office. You're thinking too deep into it. I'm just questioning where the man was. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> so we get to the net next scene. Can finally. I do daylight savings? Okay, yeah, yeah, we gotta get to the daylight savings. But I do gotta say this. 
Clark is so dumb in this one scene. I'm not going to say he's high in this episode. I love him in this episode. He's re- he's really good in this episode. He actually is fantastic. This scene, though, you're working on a farm. It's bright out. Dude, your parents are so up. What are you even talking about? You weren't. You live on a farm. It's like the sun is out. You know they're up. <laughs> you know John has already put on two pots of coffee. <laughs> and so he comes in trying to sneak in, and they're like, Clark, we've been looking for you. So obviously it's been hours. They notice that he's not in bed. Couldn't he speed up into his room really quickly and they wouldn't be able to see? Yeah, he's dumb. <laughs> this is a 15-year-old for you, bro. Oh, my God, I hope they don't catch me. Also, I just want to point out to the audience, they will notice that it does say special appearance by Christopher Reeve. So we get Christopher Reeve in this episode. The man himself. The man himself. The man of tomorrow, bro, yes. as Chloe will say later. But Christopher Reeve, obviously, is the OG Superman from the OG films. It's one, two, three... What, you know Annette O'Toole was in the one with Richard Pryor? Oh, really? Martha? Yeah. Oh, so that's the one that she's then appearing in. Yeah. Lana Lang, bro. Oh! Annette O'Toole plays Lana Lang. Back to the scene. We ha- we Yeah, we have Clark coming in. We had Christopher Reeve's special guest starring. And yeah, so basically John is kind of a little fed up here. He's like, dude, you've been acting weird all week. What's the deal? Talk to us. Like, it looks like something's on your mind. Yeah, this is the first time where, not the first time, but this is one of those moments where I think Clark is wanting to hide these type of things from his parents because he is not, he's not wanting them to tell him to stop. And that seems to be their kind of... cautious. It's just what they always do. And no matter what, it just seems like it's going to be a no, no matter who he talks to, mom or dad. So he really does turn around and he's just kind of saying, hey, um, I was out, but uh, for the past few days I have been having this dream. But I, uh, this morning I woke up on the middle of Route 8 and of course she's, Martha's like, how'd you get there? Clark's just, I don't know. Lex almost sent me with this car. And then of course John's triggered Lex. And then of course Clark's already... I just told him I was sleepwalking, but I'm not sure how much walking was involved. So, that obviously indicates to them, again, because they keep dropping in, it's like, okay, we think Clark can fly. Well, and what Clark's even explaining is that it's the same dream of him being able to fly, and it's always him arriving inside of the cave, and what is it for? Clark thinks that it's him being able to have some type of answers Jonathan immediately is questioning answers. What do you mean? Well, whenever I arrive there, I put inside the key and a big bright light appears. And my dream ends. Well, Clark, listen, you dreaming about that putting the key inside of the rock, you don't know what's going to happen. So let's not do that, idiot. (laughs) And of course, he's already telling him it's too dangerous. And then Clark is getting upset because... Why are you so afraid of me to find out the cave could have answers for me? Like my origins, like things like that. And of course, he's upset. I gotta get dressed for school because Clark is responsible. Is that what we're going with? Yeah. Uh, for me, I actually thought that Jonathan and Martha were crossing a little bit of lines here considering it's a dream. The guy's already freaking out because he doesn't know why he's waking up in the middle of the street. It's like that typical scenario where the the wife or the girlfriend has a dream of their spouse or significant other cheating on them and they wake up angry 
oh yeah, that happens to me every single morning now. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going I on. I dream you but... cheated on me with this girl, so I hate you for today. Yeah, I feel like that's going along with me only because whenever I talk about Lana and Chloe, <laughs> for some reason it just builds up like mm. a reaction from the wife. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think it's called jealousy. But I no. talk about these women quite a bit, so uh, I think there's something to it. Could be, could be. So, and so we of course got them thinking, like, wow, yeah, maybe I'm being a shitty parent right now. And so, Martha and John look at each other, kind of like, in almost regret in a way, like, damn, I wish we could have had that conversation better. Disagree. Know? There's no regret whatsoever. Instead, it's a look of, you know what? We probably should beat him so that he doesn't oh, go and God. look for those answers to the cave. So the deleted. So the deleted scene. <laughs> the deleted scene was that they looked at each other. Get the belt. Get the belt. Go get that get belt. The belt. Get the belt. Damn you it. still got that kryptonite belt? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Pete took a rock from it. <laughs> what? Uh, and so next scene, we come back to Frederick Walden walking in to the mansion, Lex's office. And Lex, of course, gets a call from the state preservation office, whatever it's called. And told them that he that was going to cut a piece out of the cave and take it with him. That Walden was going to do that. And Lex immediately goes... Um, no. There's no way he'd do that without <laughs> my say-so. Uh, Walden, that wasn't true, right? And he comes in there and he just smirks like, um, I gotta, I gotta basically take it out and take a sample. I gotta dissect it. Yeah, maybe if you were a 19th century imperialist, that's something that you would do. Walden, I'm not gonna lie to you, I hate this guy. This guy sucks. This guy is such... A big piece of crap because everything that he says is so smug. Everything that he says, he feels he's just always right. That because he has all of these PhDs, his ego is crazy. His ego is crazy. Just only because he can decipher symbols is the reason why he's able to act like this. But he even calls Lex paranoid, saying that he's overreacting on something that he's doing. And Lex even questions, give me a reason why I shouldn't fire your ass right now. Because you did not tell me what you were planning on doing, a.k.a. cutting a piece out of the damn cave. Something I own, you know? Um, what piece do you think he was going to cut out of it? Do you think it was the place for the key? I would do that. I would do I it too. Like when I would... you have something like that there, yeah, give me that piece. Give Because the... everything else just looks like paintings. Exactly. Yeah. Give this me, looks like paintings. Give me the piece where there's symbols along with something that can fit inside. Yeah, because if you look at that, you're thinking, this is a door. Yeah. Or some type of door, maybe just a chest or something, you know? Like, it's definitely something locked. And that's why I'm thinking that maybe Lex actually thought that that's what the area he was going to take, and that's why we're having this type of reaction from Kinda him. Kind of pissed about it. Because, yeah, why would you take anything else? You're not going to no, want I'll the cave painting. No, I'll tell you what he's painting. pissed about is that... Um, he thinks it's Lionel? No, no, no. Well, pfft, yeah. But <laughs> that's what I thought. No, it was. the thing is, was that he wasn't informed. You know, he he was given the the low ball here. Because Lionel, sure. And so, yeah, daddy issues. <laughs> and so Lex is basically, yeah, basically going on. Let me fire you. But Walden's like, well, I might have a breakthrough. Um, well, is the breakthrough going to translate these symbols? It's hard to say since I won't get the sample back to my lab. Okay, we're getting smug again. Um, who tipped off the state? He's now asking Lex the question as if Lex is, has any type of thought to respond. Why would he? 
Yeah, there's no reason he would tip off the state because of that. So, of course, Lex gets asked that question and says, well, there's like some charity trying to... Well, the state is threatening to revoke my custodial management of the cave. There's another so, foundation chomping at the bit in yeah. order to get the access to the caves. It's like a bidding war right now. And so he thinks by his instincts, it's his dad doing it. Well, let's also be honest here. When it comes to a natural cave such as that, where there would be those symbols in order, whatever the symbols are, whether they be Native American, whether they be something else, you wouldn't want a businessman to have that. You would actually want like an actual preservation place to be able to take care of the cave to make mm. sure that nobody's going to go inside of it, a.k.a. be able to throw raves. Cave Maybe raves. that's why they're wanting to take the caves away from you, Lex, because you were experimenting with raves. Hey, remember that parasite that was from the cave <laughs> that you took out and uh, made everyone crazy? <laughs> By the you way, he still made, has it. You made that boy Travis kill himself off a three-foot balcony. I think we have a lot of evidence to go off of to say you probably shouldn't own it anymore. Hey, Lex, let's not have it with you again. <laughs> I don't think you should allow it. Lex, though, immediately turns to Walden. Guess what, though? You have three days to be able to do this. Yeah, bro. Get out of here. Walden, for the first time, does not have the smug look, except has the defeated look saying, shit, he may have gotten me. <laughs> Damn, good move, Lex. <laughs> I knew I wasn't as smart as you. Like, come on, bro. Hey, come at Lex like You that. know what I want to go to? Skateboarding in the hallways of Smallville High, because that's what I do in high school. This is an alternative school that's the only place that would do this. Am I watching, like, an episode of Rocket Power or something? If we were, then they should be Race Across New Zealand, <laughs> which is one of my favorite movies of all time, dude. I could go in on that. Such a good movie. Oh, man. So, so yeah, let's go. Yeah, so the scene, and like how you repeated the intro is almost the same. We go to the scene. Yes. We're talking about a family tree project that everyone has for this class. And so, of course, Pete's like so happy about it. He's like, man, what's the big deal? It's like, you just, it's like so easy. It's your family. You just get the names down. Right off the bat, you and I should realize, and same thing with our audience here. You have the Scooby-Doo gang here. Clark, Lana, Chloe, Pete. All coming out of this English class. This teacher, they have a lot of problems with his English assignment. Is English history? This has to be a history project. Really? For Family Tree? Whoa, wait. They have English and history together? Come on. You don't have that many classes with all of your Scooby-Doo gang. I mean, that's just two, bro. That's a lot. What was it? Seven periods? Wait, no. This high school is four periods in the day, dude. That's well, half. was it like it back then? Yeah. What do you mean back then? It's early 2000. Yes, it was. Yes, it hmm. was. Hmm. I'm standing by my well, premise. Still, that's still eight classes, bro. That's... So a, a days, B days. You have four each. And so... All right, maybe they get one a day. All right. Yeah. All right, all right. Maybe on, they get dude. one a day. Either way, we'll say that it's one of those classes. They come out. They're complaining because it's a family tree assignment. Pete then starts going on saying, hey, well, this is going to be easy Lana, Clark, Chloe. <laughs> Chloe has already had emotional response to her mother leaving. Man, mother abandoned her, yep. Lana has already talked about how, guess what? I just found my new dad, so you know what? I don't know what's really going on in my life. Hey, Pete, guess what? Parents, real parents, dead. New dad, check. <laughs> uh, evil stepmom that hates me, double check. Yeah. Oh, hey, Clark, what about you? You're adopted. You don't even know your family tree. Pete, you're kind of looking like an asshole. And usually I'm on your side. You're my guy. But you look awful. Yeah. Um, he's just really just being ignorant to his friend's situations. He tells him 
what are you worked up about? He's like, well, there's so many variables here, Pete. And then that's where she goes off the list. Chloe does. And then even Lana chimes in. It's like, hey, uh, what if your biological father comes back into the family? And then and Clark's just, I love Clark because he's just being a smartass. He doesn't really care that much. He's no, like, he doesn't. No, <laughs> he's, he's just, just running. And he's just adding to the list like, hey, what if you're adopted? <laughs> By the way, it's because for once Lana and Chloe aren't yelling at him. So he's having the heat taken <laughs> off like, him. Wow, this is a good day. This, this is a good day. Hold me. on, so when they're yelling at Pete? I need to sleepwalk more. <laughs> sleep fly. Yeah, oh yeah, sorry. We need to sleep fly more. Um, Pete and now decides to be a bigger asshole and before he leaves the room. It's like sorry, my <laughs> sorry, is it my fault that I'm part of a nuclear family? Whatever like obviously meaning that it's like we're chill. I, I thought nuclear meaning like the best type of family. I, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I thought he meant. What does nu- that mean? Like, I thought he meant it where it's such a big explosion or such a big thing, like a better thing than what you have. I thought he was further spitting on the orphans. I, I, I thought that's exactly what he was doing here. I hate orphans. <laughs> I kill them. <laughs> kill orphans. Pete he should have been he, a villain. He would hate Bruce. He would hate Bruce so much. <laughs> Whoa, wait, rich and an orphan? Oh, that's two strikes and wait, you're out. you know Lex? I hate you. My whole family hates you, actually. So. And you have hair? Oh, God. God, get away from me. Oh, yeah, exactly, because this is what even Chloe makes the comment. So, yeah, pretty much the whole argument was that Pete just has a long family line that's all been in Smallville forever. The Jurassic area, she said. So, of course, Pete leaves. And now we have where they go, well, let's all plan together, us three, on go us to working on tomorrow. the project. Because they really should be working together. I love this moment. Uh, Clark immediately starts groaning in pain here. He mm-hmm. is screaming. Uh, I describe it more as a shriek. And I was hoping shriek would be coming in here, like from Batman Beyond. Like the sound effect? Like, yeah, like it was just like blaring in like your eardrums, like making it burst in a way. I was hoping that, yeah, it was a Batman Beyond villain. But going back, that now Clark is just having that pain inside of his head, freaking out. Both Lana and Chloe, instead of being concerned friends, say, what the hell's wrong with you? Stop doing (laughs) that, weirdo. look at him in pure disgust. Like they are saying, get out. It's like, Clark doesn't like that idea. What's wrong? like we hear nothing they're just so lost confused even kind of smiling at this point and clark, then clark is like his head looks like he's about to burst well he goes back to it it starts going again back to him with the buzzing and the shrieking sound and he's like that that sound well um apparently you're the only one because we don't hear anything freak <laughs> once again goes back to it he starts it's getting worse it's not going away this time he's needing to leave the room he leaves the Chloe whole ass and lana are not concerned and it bothers me i have to pause it what the fuck <laughs> dude i mean how bothered would you be if you're like with them it's like i don't hear anything what are you talking about okay it's this and by the way I'm sorry to get like this, but this is a true thing that always happens. It reminds me of Survivor, where the girl had a bug crawl in her ear, and she likes like she started freaking out like that. So that's where, as a friend, my mind would go be like, okay, we got to really get this fixed. You okay? Let's go to the hospital. Lana and Chloe are laughing at him. Mm. They are laughing at him, being like, <laughs> get over it. Well, we know they secretly hate Clark. 
They both do. Yeah. Nobody they, is they, worried. That's why they teamed up. It pisses me off. You hate Clark as much as I do. We should be sisters. You want to live together? Yeah. Pillow fights. Mm. <laughs> and so Clark runs back to the barn. It looks like his head is still ringing, and he hears it again. And of course, oh, it's luring him to the ring. Or the ring. The key. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, I like where your mind is at, because I kind of made that comparison in my notes. Is this like the Ring of Sauron here? Dude. Is it calling to him where it also makes people crazy, a.k.a. Lex, a.k.a. what we see later on in the episode? Dude, that's crazy, yeah. It reminds me, in a way, of the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and of course, Clark doesn't know what he's getting into here. He's like, oh, it's the key. And so it's glowing yellow. Yeah, yellow, orange, bright light going on. Clark is freaking out, and the buzzing finally stops the moment he picks it up. It is now, in a way, a sense of relief for the guy. And this is our first glimpse of, oh, we're going to get so much alien shit now, bro. This is what I live for on this. I know, and it's going back to what I was even stating earlier that I did not like about the episode is the fact that I don't have a villain. But the reason why I don't have a villain is I have more It's all about Clark, baby. It's all about this, where we're getting more backstory. He finally takes the key, though, and goes to the cave. And he says, screw my parents. I'm gonna put this in the hole where it belongs. Wouldn't you, bro? Yeah, I'm I would tired of listening to people. I yeah. would do this in a heartbeat. I found it. It's mine. I'm going to go put it. Clark remembers from the dream how the symbols are going to be able to match. And dude, he lines it up with the symbols on the wall. And it just actually just snatches out his hand because it's in the correct way to be inserted. And it reminds me of Man of Steel. Because Zach, Zack Snyder put that little thing in there as well. Where if like the thing wasn't lined up perfectly... It wouldn't, I guess, initiate or blow up. Schneider had every single character from Smallville in that movie. So <laughs> I'm going to believe everything that he did in that movie. I wish there was a director's cut of Man of Steel where it was three or four hours. And it was just like so many Smallville Easter eggs. Oh, my just God. Just non Just keep giving me the yeah. flashbacks. Just Smallville, Smallville, Pete, Smallville. Yo, what if they made like a weird skit where they basically recreate an episode of Smallville and it's just the Man of Steel cast. And it's with the Scooby-Doo gang with Chloe, Lana, and Pete, and Clark. And I guess they'd have to get a new Lana or they get Kristen back for it. Yeah, I mean, let's get all the characters back. Let's get one of them out of prison for it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pro bono. Pro bono work only. (laughs) It's like Goku where he gets one day out of heaven. (laughs) Yeah, right? Out of heaven. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that key snatches into the wall, and now things, the writings are glowing. And yellow, blue, and red the symbols is how on the it key lines up. are all colored that way in a key, I guess a color pattern. And all of Superman's colors, of course, see red, yellow, and blue. And then the, the cave is lit up now and rotating. It's rotating as if it's a clock where it starts to open up into a diamond shape, the key. Like the, the Superman crest, that's what it looks like. It, yes, I compared it more to a diamond because we're not there yet. Yeah, it does look like... Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, the bright light then shoots out, starts going through his chest. I think uh, when I first saw the scene, because it's all the three lights going through him, Clark is spazzing out. Looks like that he has a seizure going on. He is floating in the air. It's more of a poltergeist type of scene. He is going crazy. I thought 
that it was more of granting someone access. Like it's testing your DNA to see who you are to make sure you're allowed to be here. Yeah, you are. Of, I like, thought one that's of what us. it was doing. Really? Yeah, I okay. thought that's what the cave was originally doing in that. Well, what we find out later is different. That well, was my thought. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of similar though. Not really. No, no, no. Because watch. Okay, we'll oh, get yeah, into yeah, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get into it because again, it's but, later on. Yeah. So basically, it looks like some poltergeist shit over here. Clark is getting just railed with the bright light, and Clark just wakes up. He blacked out, and of course, Lex finds him again, passed out. And he's, of course, Lex is concerned. He's like, dude, are you okay? What are you doing down here? He's like, Lex, what happened? I don't know. You tell me, yeah, Clark. Like, I love that. Clark wakes up like, Lex, what happened? He's like, what are you talking about? Clark is, of course, trying not to reveal his poker face, decides to look over Lex's oh shoulder God, into bro. the spot where Honestly, the key- it'd be it'd be kind of hard to not look because you just woke and blacked out. The last thing you saw was the wall, bro. And it just started shooting through you. That's I fair. I really want to look at where the wall is now. <laughs> um. Okay, so I have to just pause it and rewind it two seconds here because, Joseph, I need you to explain to me his excuse. Because <laughs> Clark's excuse when Lex asks him is what? I was finishing up some work for Dr. Walden. Dr. Walden hates Clark. Why? Yeah, what work are you doing for him? Whoa. I mean, I know Clark has access, but would he let him this do is, work? By the way, this is let go immediately, which is why I have to pause it, and which is why I have yeah, to bring it Yeah, is it, it like some weird established thing already that he does work for him? No, it's not because Like Lex, on the side, though, without explanation? Lex brings it up later saying you need to work together. So no, right now... This is all a blatant lie. Why would he ever believe this, Clark, when the guy works for him and he could just ask? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it, and I figured I'd do it while I was quiet. And then... Hey, Joseph, you know what my excuse is? My girlfriend died here. <laughs> I'm going to stick by that for at least five years. I was sleeping with Kyla. <laughs> That's I- what I was doing here, Lex. You happy? <laughs> you happy that I was sleeping with her? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. He like looks at the wall. He's like, it's not there. Yeah, I was sleeping here because of Kylo. I'm out of here. See ya. You know why I look at that wall? Whenever I see that wall, somehow I think Kylo's coming out of there. Mm. And we're able to lay together. This is why I come here, Lex. Because all I want to do is to be able to see her. I want to be her Naman. (laughs) That's all I have to say. So yeah, it's a poor excuse. Very poor excuse. (laughs) And so next thing I know, you're waking me up. And so... Lex, Lex says the even guard says, says he heard an explosion. Yeah, what the hell? An explosion? We get, like, what the hell was that? What did happen? And of course, Dr. What? Walden comes out from behind. Um, Exactly how are you able to get around the security guard is what I want to know, Clark. Yeah, what's your secret, Mr. Kent? And then Lex is like, dude, back off. You know what my immediately thought would be? Oh, obviously Clark wasn't down here to work for him. Yeah. Which is why that excuse I want to go back to because it's never mentioned again and it bothers me. Hey, yo, Clark lies to Lex a lot this episode. This is such a bad lie, though. <laughs> He's like, I'm okay. I need to get some air. Get away from me. Lex immediately starts trying to run after him, says, Clark, look, I know you're lying to me. Just tell me what's going on. Clark is saying, listen, I'm fine. Stop worrying about me. You're starting to sound like my parents. Okay, well, Lex has a little bit of a point here. Since he did find him on Route 8. There's a little bit of a point where Lex, in my opinion, in this scene, I want the audience to just quote me on this scene. I think he's being a concerned friend. 
Yeah, he tells him, I don't want you to be down here by yourself. This is the second time I found you unconscious, out. not knowing what happened. You need to actually probably go get checked out, bro. <laughs> this is the first time where I don't think there's an alternative motive. Instead, I'm like, Lex actually is looking out for you right now. Yeah, and Clark's just like, it's okay. I'll be fine. I'm sorry I couldn't be more help. It's like, Wal what? What help? Walden starts freaking out. And, Why would you ever let him down here? Uh, Walden? I need you to cool your jets, and I need you to worry about your own stuff because, yeah, by the way, you remember that deadline of three days? You still got that. Yeah. Well, I mean, Walden does say, you know, why are you sticking your neck out for him all the time? He's obviously lying about what he's saying. And so Lex is like, yeah, probably, but let me worry about it. But still, I would just go back to his girlfriend died in the caves. Oh, I know you love this scene. Or his girlfriend died who introduced him to the caves. Oh, my God. I know you yes. love this scene. You just let it ride. Let it ride, man. <laughs> go ahead. So what we have now is a next scene at the at torch. The torch. Mm -hmm. My favorite place, of course. <laughs> Chloe is at her computer. She is working. Lana then walks in saying, hey, uh, are you wanting to work on the project? I need to use the computer. Chloe says, you know what? I was just finishing up. I will see you later. I will see you at the house. Lana says, thank you. I am now going to be able to use your computer. <laughs> Chloe leaves. She then opens up her email. Lana does. And Lana is now going through the emails. And she clicks on the family tree assignment. I'm not going to lie to you, Joseph. I'm not going to lie to you. This has to be an alternative high school because the assignment is father. <laughs> Put in his name. Mother. Put in her name. Well, no, the project is they actually have to research this shit. There's a fill-in-the-blank space <laughs> as if it's like your first cousin. Your it, second cousin. They this have, is horrible assignment. This is child assignment. Dude, they have to just... And obviously what Chloe tells us... The research part is the project. Yeah, like obviously what Chloe tells us that we can make up the people on the family tree. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Lana is then downloading that file for the assignment... She is going back to the downloads where she happens to see a file that says CK. All right. It says Clark's project underneath it. Yeah. If I saw CK above it, I would just think Clark Kent's. Yeah. I wouldn't think anything else. Which like, I would never click on it. It's well, it's only above it. So it's definitely something entirely separate. That would be, though, for Clark, in my opinion. It wouldn't be. Obviously. Okay. Yeah. No, anyone could decipher that. Why wouldn't you click on his project? <laughs> That's true. That's There's saying. more in the project. All right, thank you. But she clicks on it that says CK. She smiles. She thinks it's going to be something good. Maybe Clark wrote a poem. Oh, yeah. She's ha -ha, like, yeah, right. like her eyes widen a little bit. And she clicks it open. And my God, <laughs> how pathetic is your woman, huh? Oh, my God. She's not my woman this season. I do not claim her at you all claim this season. Chloe. So she opens it Damn up, it. and it's the prom, or no, it's the, the spring formal, the spring formal um, photos <laughs> and photos. It's photos of them two only, Chloe and Clark. This looks like somebody finding somebody's porn folder <laughs> <laughs> and being like, uh, "Oh no, put it back, put it back." And so Chloe walks in. Oh my god, Chloe walks in, and let what me tell you about an overreaction. <laughs> Let me tell you about an overreaction. Yeah. So I guess you have no regard for personal privacy, huh? So you decided to snoop around? 
Lana is immediately freaking out. She's now looking very sad, very distraught, stands up, Chloe, I'm sorry, I did not mean to do what you think I meant, and you know what, Chloe says, don't even look at me. Don't don't look at me like that. And of course, Lana's like, like what? And Chloe's like, like I'm some lovesick loser who's trying to hold on to something that she's never had. Finally, you admit it, Chloe. You never had it. So you know what? Stop it. I'm tired of this. No, You're no, better no, this than this. Woman. Stop it. You're better. You love her so much. I do, and yet she... I... Can I get the worm back? Give me the parasite. I want the parasite because she was happy then. Now she is going back to her feelings with Clark that do not exist. Lana is now feeling bad. Well, if you had Clark, well, if you had these feelings for Clark, maybe you should tell him. You know what, Lana? I did. Last episode, he was (laughs) passed out. And I told him my feelings while he was passed out. Because that's when people listen to me. And guess what name he said in his delirium? The only name. One word. Lana. But you know what? This isn't about valuing. This isn't about Clark and you. This is about valuing my privacy. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Yep. This office and everything is now off limits. Um. Hey. Value and privacy. Coming from Chloe. Yeah. Chloe. Privacy. Who invades privacy even later on this episode. You mean where she finds random stalker people that claim to be your mother and then introduces them and says it's not a big deal, but she also turns out to kind of be a serial killer? Yeah. Good friend. The greatest. (laughs) The greatest friend. I wish she was better, actually. She really does then claim, though, to Lana, I just poured my heart out to Clark, and you know what the only name he could muster up was? Lana. The guy was passed out. If I'm Clark, I'm even sitting there. What did I do? Like, I have no idea where these feelings are coming from with her. And that's why I hate her in this season. That she doesn't make sense. Dude, she's so bad. She's so awful. That's your girl, though. (sighs) Let's go to the Clark barn. Yeah, so we have some hay hay stacks getting loaded up in the car. And, of course, John and Clark just catching up, asking how he's been. And then, of course, Clark's like, whatever. You well, know? now let's get into the real where John is just the biggest dick on planet Earth. Cause well, Clark, Clark asked how mom's feeling with the baby and all. Yeah, well, you know what? She is doing great. Uh, going to a doctor's appointment today. Clark, uh, when can we actually tell people? I'm, I'm really excited. Why does she want to keep this a secret? You know what? As soon as your mother is ready, Clark, we're going to be able to tell everybody. But don't worry. This is a secret we're all going to be happy to share. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. You piece of shit. You said to Clark, this is a blood child that we're all going to love and talk about to the town. You're just an adopted one that we found that we didn't want to talk about to anybody. Why don't you just stay in your (laughs) cellar, Byron? What the fuck, John? Nah, John's really cool. What? Yeah. (laughs) This will be this will be a cool secret to share with everyone. Thank God Clark is wonderful in this episode, and he goes and he says, "Yeah, baby's lucky." How sad. He says it with a smile though, and because he but it's still sad. Don't worry, hey son, I didn't mean it to sound that way. How did you mean it to sound, John? How did you mean that to sound? Wow, you're really mad. Put that in a good way. 
You're very mad at John. What an asshole. <laughs> Having this child is going to be a big adjustment for all of us, but it doesn't change how we feel about you, Clark. Just remember, you're not blood. <laughs> God, what? Oh, my Lord. Hey, John is so that, uh, bad. Notice that John only helped out with the just some of the haystacks. And then he's like, all right. All right, I got to go now. Martha's calling me. <laughs> He helped out with two haystacks. <laughs> and so all of a sudden he's leaving, and then Clark starts to... Uh, he picks up another one, but he starts hearing the buzzing sound again. He starts to get the buzzing sound, but this time he's forced to do heat vision, and he burns it into the barn door or side of the wall, whatever that is. Side of Clark's barn. Yeah, and Martha and John... Are just like what the hell? Well, Martha starts freaking out. And says Jonathan. Jonathan then turns around. They then see that it's on fire. Clark immediately runs over to the hose. John says, "Don't worry, let me feel like I'm important." Starts turning the nozzle in order to release the water. Clark then sprays it because he can't. Yeah, he's use... got it. He's got it on the wrong stream setting right now. Why couldn't he just? <laughs> yeah, he missed. He has <laughs> yeah, it on he mist. Needs to... No, he has it on like a straight dart. Like it's really gonna. Why do doesn't a lot like that? you know he blow it? Why don't I get my super breath? He clearly doesn't have that power. Why doesn't he run in order to cause wind, in order to blow it out? Explain that to me. Oh, he's also 15. He's an idiot. Okay, he, he used smokes a, hose. a lot. Superman is using a hose. Dude, he, he smokes a lot. Okay. You know what I want to get to, though, of Jonathan and Clark trying to put out the fire? This is my main point to oh, this scene. Oh, your girl just comes Let's get to the up. worst friend I've ever seen in my <laughs> entire life. Guess who gets to pull up at the most convenient time? Well, Chloe, Chloe was picking him up for That's school true. in order to take him. Because when John asked him, hey, do you want to ride? He says, no, I got one from Chloe. Chloe then stops by as the boys are putting out this flame. Uh, Martha then realizes it's a symbol, alien symbol. Clark and John both realize it as well. Take a step back. Chloe, instead of being concerned, worried, or for friendship, I don't know, maybe thinking about somebody else, decides to take a photo of it because she's only thinking about the torch. That's right. I understand that you have made this something for eight years. But in all honesty, you are the worst friend I've ever seen. <laughs> Bro, she just complained about privacy, she all this. Just... She, she just rolled up to the bar and saw something. Oh, what happened, Martha? Oh, it's just caught on fire. And looking at the symbol, oh, yeah, I'm definitely taking a picture of that. So cool. And guess what I'm going to do with it? I'm going to post it on the front page of the torch. Uh, why would you ever do something like that? Because this happened at your place, Clark, and you know what? I want everybody to be able to come to see what's going on at your house. It's really dope. Uh, well, we can't, hey, we can't jump too far yet. No, no, no. This is not even me jumping. This <laughs> is you even saying if she's going to obviously publish it in the torch, people are obviously going to then ask Clark questions. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. No matter what, that's going to occur. So what type of friend would do that? Um, especially one, one that only cares about the torch. But what are you talking about? I read the letter last episode, <laughs> and she loves him so much. Remember, you're not seeing me for who I am. You know, Chloe's honestly probably gonna be the season two villain. The best villain of season two? Yeah, yeah. probably. She's easily up there Remember, because you she- said Lionel last season because that man's the kingpin. And she has caused the most chaos this season easily. I And this is where I, I really do have to bring it up. It's kind of going to save it, but I'll put it now. 
Chloe's a reason this season Lana and Clark can't be together. Yeah. She, for example, in this episode, everything Lana does, it, it's like this, Joseph. Just be with her. Just go ahead. Just be with her. And it's fine. I'm going to be fine. We can be friends. Just go. Yeah. Chloe's pathetic. Yeah. This season. She learned it from Pete. Pete's the greatest. Okay. Not <laughs> Maybe not Pete. this episode. John, so, though, we're going back John to John patched it up. He basically put some plywood, plywood over the, the symbol so they could hide it. And then Clark Martha is says to Clark that, like, yeah, I just convinced her it was a prank. God, you're so dumb. Chloe's not going to buy anything anyone is saying. But Martha's just trying to be a mom because Clark is worried, saying, you know what? It's okay. You have some new abilities. Can't always control them. It, you're, it's going to take some time to get used to them. But the problem that Clark actually has... Like, there's nothing uncontrolled about this. It's a symbol from where I'm from. And it's a clean symbol, by the way. There's no, like faulty lines in the simple yeah it's a completely controlled heat vision yeah you made this on yeah. purpose yeah <laughs> and it's it means hope that's what this symbol means now it means hope so haha the s is not going to mean hope in this one martha and john both say though how do you know this now let's get to angry john uh yeah so ever since i put the key in the cave wall uh i've been able to read these what the hell? Did you- Martha, get the belt. What did you do? <laughs> Wait a minute, Clark. I told you not to do that. Were you trying to find some secrets about your past? Were you trying to find out where you came from again? Hashtag unadopted. Oh my god, I can't wait to have an actual blood child. And then and Clark just making his good argument. It's like, I really had no choice. It was calling out to me and needed me to do it. I put the key in the wall. There was a blinding light. Blacked out. I'm all right, but everything's jumbled up, man. Like Martha actually going just it. concerned about Clark. John, not concerned about Clark. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, he's saying it like it downloaded me with the language in the, in the cave walls, and now I can understand them. But that's what I mean, is that I thought it was more of testing DNA, but it's not. It's downloading history. Mm. That's what I took out of that. And that's why I mean that I was kind of wrong with what I believed it was doing at I still have my take on that, and we'll get to that. Okay, so okay. We'll still fair. get to that. But, um, and so, I don't uh, think, yeah, I don't think anything happened, but, you know, Lex and Walden found me, and now I don't know where the key is. I think it disintegrated, but I'm not quite sure. I kind of hate what happens to the key. Really? Yeah. Why? It, it doesn't make sense to me. I think, it, for what example. what happens to the key? Like, where? Where it ends up. Where we find it? Yes. Okay. And this is why, because I want to even, like, pause it here, just explain on why I think this. Even with it disintegrating, with it not being with Clark doesn't make sense to me. I feel like that no matter what, the key has been calling to Clark. Yeah. So I felt like it would have been in his pocket or something. That no mm. matter what, the key would always want to be with him. And if not with him, then it would be buzzing, making him go crazy, which is why he thinks it's disintegrated, because it's not doing that. Which is why I kind I don't know. That's, I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. Mm. I feel that. Okay. okay, cool. I'm glad I'm not too crazy on that. <laughs> So, John makes his argument here. We understand you're wanting to know more about your origins, but you're putting your own life in danger. And it's like, dude, it's worth the risk, the truth. And he's, and, oh, yeah, no, John goes, what do you mean, what's, what's it worth? What's it worth then? Some things are worth the risk, Dad. Like, like what? <laughs> like what, Clark? And Clark just says, the truth, idiot. John looking in with a blank stare. Martha saying, oh my God, I don't want to be here right now. Let's 
go to the next scene at the Talon. Oh, the Talon. Yeah, so Clark just looks like he's writing something on the paper. Does he look like... He looks like he's zoned out. He he's looks really like focused, he... just like almost doodling maybe. And of course... Well, Lana's... when Lana comes up behind you and says, hey, Clark, and you ignore that, guess what? Something's Here's... wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Something's, <laughs> Something's wrong. up. Something's off. Clark didn't say hi to me, and R I actually hate him right now. By the way, I just did my hair today as well for the first time and i can't even tell you so he should be paying attention <laughs> and she goes earth to clark and clark finally gets out of his little zoned out zoned moment. out moment and lana's i was like hey i heard about the fire are you okay he's like yeah it's cool it's under control and uh oh, i think chloe's writing uh there's a shot by the way yeah, like, i think chloe's probably gonna write a exclusive about it i wouldn't know we're kind of not talking right now oh why y'all not talking it's like yeah um, sounds a little serious. So, uh, yeah, with invasion of privacy, it usually is. And, uh, let me guess. You caught her looking through your stuff, huh? And she's like, um, actually, actually <laughs> vice versa. I, I didn't really snoopy. mean to, but it kind of just happened. And, of course, Clark's like, well, you know, it'd be kind of funny if, you know, it's kind of funny she doesn't cut you some slack about that because of what she's done. Oh, yeah, hey, remember that she just posted a photo of my barn that I just lit on fire where we were hoping we were going to be able to keep under wraps, but because Chloe was there, it can't be kept under wraps, but yet she's mad because somebody went through the downloads. Yeah. Yeah. She went through the downloads. She didn't go through Chloe's email like Clark did. That's true. Yeah, you want me to get back on that because Chloe has no leg to stand on. Bro, that's your girl. And then <laughs> I hate you. And then, of course, I mean, okay, so this here, Lana really is taking it really hard for some reason. But this is what I mean. I actually agree with her. I agree with her. I mean, you know, as much as great as great as Chloe and her dad are, you know, they're still they're still not family. I'm still not family. How would you feel if the person you're staying? Let's say you stay at my house. Uh, let's say orphan. You're staying in my house. I'm an orphan. Yes. I hate orphans. Now I'm not going to talk to you for three days. Mmm. You feeling good about yourself? <laughs> I'm like, no. Chloe is such a bitch. Like, I've never seen something like this where I feel so bad for Lana having to live in somebody's That's house true, yeah. where they're treating you like a piece of crap where you already feel Not the dad, dude. Don't speak for Mr. Sullivan. You know what? In all fairness, I don't think Mr. Sullivan is able to be there. Single dad living in that house, that community. Bro, there is money that he needs to make. Two idiot girls. He's not going to want to listen to their drama. He's probably zoned out himself. Going back to what I think about Lana, nobody's talking to her. Mm. Chloe is awful. <laughs> I cannot stand by her this season. You love her. I just love this. <laughs> hey, Lana, can I tell you a secret? Oh, oh my she, God. Lana got so wet, bro. Yes, you can. She literally even just like quickly smiles and is like, that would be a first. Okay, well, this isn't really a secret. Instead, I just really need advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a secret not at all. I've been looking into my roots and where I'm coming from, <laughs> and I'm pretty close, And but my parents are mad. And, of course, Lana's just like, don't stop. Then you shouldn't stop. All don't right. Stop. Lana, thank and you. Like, oh, and they and they have a, like a nice little moment here. She Sex feels, eyes. She feels like Clark is actually finally opening up a bit, being vulnerable in a in a way. I think okay. And girls love a vulnerable man. Let's <laughs> yes to dominate. 
By the way, with these scenes, this is going to be a long episode. Yeah. But, yeah. but I do have to say this. So she did notice that he was doodling some uh, alien symbols on his on his cave symbols, whatever, on his paper. She did. And I do want to say this, though. Uh, going back to what you said about Secret, even though it's kind of stupid because it's more advice. But Lana always, in the past episodes, said that Clark's family was perfect. Yeah. And now he's showing, even in this scene... This is every day in a way. Almost. Yeah, yeah, it's there's always a fight in our household. It's not as perfect as you believe. So I guess you could consider it a secret to give Clark that where Lana is probably going to take a bite of that apple because finally she is close to that farm boy. Mm, so close. And then, of course, Clark's is like, oh, I got to go. You wrapped up the paper, tried to throw it away, landed on the ground. Pausing real quick. Lex didn't see that, right? No. Okay. All right, me. Well... Actually, I mean, he. No way. He's already pretty far in. That's what I, I. I was really asking to think. I don't think he did. If you think that maybe he was that far into the talent in order to be able to see him throw that away, fine. I just didn't think he did. Well, see, the thing is here. This is gonna be my argument. But so basically, Clark runs out and runs into Lex, and it's like, oh, Lex, I can't talk right now. And so he just dips because Lex was looking for him. He's like, oh well. Guess we're all alone now. Lana goes back to work. Lana and then Lex notices the balled up piece of trash that Clark tried to throw away, and it's on the ground. And the only reason why I think he would notice it is because it's fucking Lex. He looks at everything, but also it's like uh, he owns the place pretty much. Like if he saw some trash on the ground, he'd probably pick it up himself or tell someone to pick it up. Yeah, he should have told Lana. Hey, Lana, pick up that trash. Yeah, hey, honestly. litter bug, <laughs> litter bug, climb <laughs> out, climb out, climb out. <laughs> In the clown mouth. But yeah, so he picks it up, and now he has it at the mansion. He's looking. He's like, oh, God, the last thing that Lex needed to find that Clark threw away. Actually, I think this kind of helps Lex's argument. Here's the weird thing about Lex and why I think this helps his argument. He wants Clark in the caves. Yeah. He wants him to be in the caves. I think that's why he even started to be a custodian of the caves. And he wants the doctor, though, to work with him, which goes to this scene because Walden comes in. He's like, what are you doing? You know I'm on a tight deadline here. What the hell? Lex says, I thought this would be interesting to you. Uh, It's the symbols that Clark was able to draw. So I have a question. Yeah. On the sheet with the mother and the father, is that the name of his mother and father or is that just the symbol for mother and father? Hmm. I don't have an answer. I, I don't even have a theory to this. I was just wondering. I think it's I think it's gonna be um No, nah, I think it just means mother and father. You, you think because he's, just... I think in, in in a way he's he's decrypting some type of message. Well into to, him. To and be so fair, he would have been able to read have... it. What? He would have been able to read it, so he would have been able to see if it was a name. Exactly. Because I don't even... He'd Unless probably he have, was too zoned out. And, and he would probably have a hard time even reading names. He, I don't even think... He, he'd probably just think it maybe looked like gibberish to him. Actually, I think he knows how to read names. Well, maybe, maybe he doesn't. You know? We'll get to it because maybe he questions those type there. of names, you know? Like, they're going to have the, the house of, you know, L or whatever, the, like the other ones. You still love that house of L. Oh, I talk about <laughs> it all the time. But yes, going where Lex is now showing Walden. Walden is now looking at the symbols being like how do you even know this it means father how do you even know this means mother this looks like chicken scratch yeah who even told you this lex clark kent 
What is it with you and this kid, Lex? I'm a top expert in this field, and I can't even tell you what these symbols mean. And it's you're going to take years to translate. You think some farm boy is going to do it? Whoa. What do you mean a farm boy can't do it? We find geniuses <laughs> everywhere. What are you trying to say right now? But Lex immediately then throws what? Joseph, I, I do have a question because everybody gives me such a hard fucking time about this. Chloe's been working on the torch for eight years, I've always said, and you guys always make fun of me. Lex has a paper. Why'd you rewind it so much? Uh, it's oh. only 10 seconds, don't oh. worry. Because Lex hands him a paper. Who, what article is that from? Can, can you tell me the here? The torch, Smallville torch. So the Smallville Torch is somehow released to the billionaire Lex Luthor as if it's a regular newspaper, a.k.a. she is competing with every local newspaper. No, 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 no. I think... Yes. Dude, he ha remember, we know he's interested in this, and they print the papers at the school, so it's not hard to believe... Where's he, he getting that? Where's he getting it? You're telling me he can't just take a drive to the school and get one? That would look really weird if he was doing that every week. Are you serious? <laughs> I, I am dead serious. He literally had a moment with Chloe when he first met her. Like, I love what you're doing here. I like the torch. Eight years. Dude. She has been working on this. Chloe isn't shit. Her newspaper. Chloe trans isn't shit. Obviously, she is shit, which goes back to our main concern about her is that she cares more about the goddamn paper than she does about her friendship. So, obviously, <laughs> she is the real reporter here. I'm not going to take that away from her. Dude, whatever. Eight years my ass. Eight years. She has busted her ass in order to make the torch a, a very publicized report where billionaires are needing to pick it up in order to find the local real news. That's maybe, all I'm saying. Maybe he has like a, a thing where they personally like mail him one. From the school. Why would he ever have... What do you mean he has a thing where he gets that? Dude, he has funded that school with multiple things. Also, did You're you telling see me how... they wouldn't get him a piece of the newspaper? Do you see how big that paper was, too? That was a fat piece no, of paper. That <laughs> fat newspaper roll, God. man. Who's reading that shit, man? <laughs> <laughs> she only reports the hard facts. Where's Clark's uh, entry as uh, the cafeteria menu? It's that beat uh, writing the same dating article about the limo. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I bet you this is what Lex does. He'd probably be looking at that menu, and he's like, damn, that sounds good. I'm going to go there and get my paper today. You think he is looking <laughs> at the high school lunch menu yes, right. saying, I'm going to go on Wednesday because it's enchilada day. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? Why are you saying this so confidently? He's got, no, he's going on Steak Fingers Day, dude. Steak Fingers With Day? mashed potatoes? It's Thursdays. Yeah, that's right. All right, so let's go back to the torch where Lana is now, or I'm sorry, Lana. Chloe is now scanning a picture, it looks like, and now Clark is running in being, hey, Chloe, I wanted to thank you for all the wackos that are now outside of my yard and we had to call the sheriff's department in order to get them off my lawn because guess what? You're the best fucking friend I've ever met. <laughs> she sucks, dude. That's your girl, though. I'm going to keep saying it. That's your girl, bro. Sorry, Clark. You have to admit, though, it's kind of intriguing. Chloe, what if it was just a KU frat you know, party? I'm gonna give a big boo to to, to Chloe. Yeah, she deserves that. Like, <laughs> boo, boo, boo. You're terrible, terrible friend. 
Come on, Clark, it's Smallville. You know weird things happen all the times. Have you ever considered the possibility? Clark is just staring at her. And this is what Clark does. Because Clark is the man in this episode. He puts her in her place. Fine, Chloe. You need to forgive Lana, and then I'll forgive you. Because if you don't forgive her, then I won't forgive you. Because guess what? I love her. I don't love you. (laughs) Hey, I'll let it all go if you just apologize to Lana. Why didn't I see this coming? You know why, Chloe? Because Clark is playing chess, and you're playing checkers. God, Chloe's so stupid. Did she tell you what she was doing on my computer? Um, um, no, dude. she doesn't have to because you don't have the cleanest resume anyone has ever seen. Dude. What are you talking about? It was pictures, bro. Did she tell you what she was doing? She found our pictures. In the download. In the download section. Yeah. It's not even in her privacy. Chloe's a whore. You know what, Clark? This is the one time I don't need you to come to Lana's rescue. <laughs> Well, Clark is just sitting there going, you know what? I don't know if I can deal with this right now. They're both just really mad at each other. She is now going back to her computer. Emails are filled up. Inbox, bro. You got literally so many messages urgent as a subject from V Swan. And, of course, Clark has no idea who this is because they're all addressed to Clark. Well, and that's what Chloe even said. Clark's... Okay, Chloe, it's probably, like, just some solicitor. Like, who the hell cares? What is that domain, digitalwave.com? Uh, it's probably for the torch. It, I got it. That was her original paper name. Digital Wave. You think so? Yes. But how would Swan here... Have Digital Wave, too. She's been working on it for eight years. Obviously that he is a follower because what does he want to look for? A.K.A. a billionaire such as Lex Luthor. Always the weird stuff. They are the same person. They always pick up the high school paper, according to you. You like this? Anyways. (laughs) The email says Clark, and it shows the symbol on the barn, the picture, and it says Hope underneath because that is what Clark said. It is Uh, Hope. And then the message types out itself. It says, I have something for you. I love that Chloe and Clark look at each other because Clark looks at her saying, why the hell are you here right now? And (laughs) Chloe is like, I'm going to tell everyone. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Well, I guess she could open it because it was addressed to her, but it's weird. Like it was for Clark and she still didn't like look away. Like it's privacy. We're still, no, 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 no. It doesn't affect her. Again, she's allowed to do whatever she wants when it comes to privacy. That does not exist because now let's go back to the barn where Clark has invited Pete over, where it looks like they're going to be snooping on a laptop as if they're searching up pornography. Mm -hmm. Instead, it's Clark wanting to send an email through Pete's laptop because for some reason that means that Chloe could not access Clark's email on the computer at the torch. I'm not sure how that works out overall, but we're going to let it go. (laughs) Clark then starts messaging this Mr. Swan, Mm -hmm. and he starts to kind of question himself. I don't know if I should do this. What if my parents were right all along? Pete says, dude, I got basketball practice. Can I just (laughs) go? And Clark's even like, what if my parents are right? What if my parents are right? It's like, dude. We just go. Just do it, man. Just do it. I need to know. And, of course... He sends the message, immediately gets a response from Swan. 
and opens the message. A little here. too quick for me. It's very, it's <laughs> way too quick. There's no way. That man just, well, eh, he could just be sitting on the computer just waiting for something. He must have had that reply ready to go. <laughs> if you can read this, I have the answers you're looking for. And it's more symbols, more alien symbols that he knows, cave walls. And of course, Pete asks, what's that? He says, I'm a friend. It says, I'm a friend. Pete looks at the symbol saying, you know what? I'm not sure if that's what that means. Maybe I'm believing Jonathan. Are you sure that you know what those symbols actually are? <laughs> they go now back to the cave. Walden seems to be looking. Investigating. And this is what I hate. Looking at the wall. I hate this scene. Why? Because of what he oh, the finds. Key? So, okay. So, basically, yeah. he's looking around, and he looks and flashes a light, and the key got lodged into the wall there, or a piece of the wall. Now, this is what I wanted to talk to you about, because obviously Walden finds this. He's going to find it. He basically kind of chisels it out a bit because it's stuck in there. And, of course, he looks at it. He sees the symbols, and he's like, oh, I know these symbols. They're on the wall over there. He merely knows that it matches up, turns around, and says, finally, I'm going to be able to put this in the hole that it deserves to be in. Mm -hmm. And he immediately is like, all right, cool. I'm going to put the, put this in there. And immediately... He starts to see the symbols, matches them up, fits it in. All of a sudden, it starts shining the lights, as we have known. Clark The yellow, in. the blue, the red. Clark is walking in. We have, once again, the Superman the diamond appearing. The crest opens, but then this time, it takes a crazy shape. And it's like as if, oh, unauthorized access. That's fair. See, this is why I wanted to save this to talk to you about. So Clark finds him. He gets knocked back to the wall from the beam of light. Clark is worried about Walden because obviously he looks like he's dead or something. Sees the key on the ground, smoking. He's like, oh shit, there's a key. So he grabs it and takes it. But with the thing, he's not, I guess he's not that origin of where it's coming from. So when him touching it, putting it in, it's give it's unauthorized access. Hit the fingerprints, the DNA did not match. You're not one of us. You do not deserve this. I guess, but the problem is their explanation in the hospital to him. That what? And we're going to get to it, which is why I hold off on why I'm still questioning it, because I do agree with you. I do agree that, yes, the symbol even changed in order to show unauthorized access. It's just I expected it, even when I watched the scene, that it was a blast that, oh, we killed him. Oh, he's dead. Mm, oh, they did okay, something. I, I know what you're talking but about. But then with the, the explanation of what the doctor states later on in the episode, I that's where I got confused. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, what is it then? Well, it's it still, could be both in a way. It's just maybe I'm thinking it's both. too much. I'm thinking both as well. Like, you're going to be cursed with this because you weren't authorized. Well, it could even be like something as simple as you're not authorized is too advanced for the mind to be able to comprehend. Mm. I, True. The, and it was because it was such a quick beam. Couldn't it stand couldn't it like Clark, bro. Lot. Clark was up there floating, bro. Yeah, Clark was up there for hours. <laughs> See that poltergeist? He's up there. And so with the key, so are we going to explain that? I guess that explosion with Clark originally, the key just like flew to the wall? Or, I told you I don't like it. Or was the key maybe going somewhere else in the cave that it needed to go to? No, I'm not buying that either. I'm not. Only because the key, if it was really wanting to do that, the key would be calling for somebody to do that. This is the ring. This is the Lord of the Rings here. This is it calling to you in order for it to be your master. I just don't like where the key was. Because why would it be there? It could have been anywhere else. Like maybe even a platform in which the key was supposed to always lie. Like as like a holding 
Yeah. But for it to just be lodged in the wall that way, I hate it. I can't lie. I hated that. Damn. It's weak to me. Oh. Clark would be hearing the buzzing if it was like that. Mm, maybe. Well, maybe Sweet. it already gave him all that he needed. Oh, no. I'm not believing that. What if it fulfilled, obviously, the mission there? It's not going to call out to him anymore. No way. The key what? has to mean more than that. It's We found it in we, this We know cable. it's still used for things, but I'm saying it's not going to call out to him anymore because it did its job. Like, the calling out right now is ceased. It's for his ship. No matter what, he needs the key. Yeah, but I'm saying of why it's not ringing anymore, bro. You think it should be ringing for something. But it shouldn't because it already did its job of getting him to that wall so he could get the knowledge. But it hasn't shown him everything. What if it's not even the key that needs to show him everything? It is the key. It's the only way for him to be able to see everything is the key. Dude, you don't know anything. You know what? We're going to get to it, though. That's what I love about this <laughs> episode. So we have episode. Walden in the hospital. We have the basically Lex checking in on Clark. And he's asking in how he's doing. Doctors have never seen anything like it. He's completely catatonic, so in a coma. By the way, I love the eyes being just glazed over. Oh, yeah, over. they're just, yes. like, he's blind now. Lost vision or something. And, of course... Oh, yeah, you know who didn't look like that? Lionel. <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> and Lex over here, and, of course, he's Three just, mysteries in three days. Yeah, three times, something's happened, you're there. And it's not, a, it's like a weird mystery, isn't it? And, of course, Clark, not really. Wow. Wow. What a reasoning, he's Clark. Good, Way to walk away. He's good with the excuses. You have given Lex horrible excuses. The first one being with Walden. Now this one. Uh, Clark, I'm not buying what you're selling at all. But Lex starts freaking out. He's like, well, give me an idea of exactly what's going on. What about this symbol on the barn? What about what I found in the trash bin? Because you were a litter bug and you didn't put it in the clown mouth. <laughs> what about this? I was just doodling, Lex. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, okay, Clark, these symbols are in the cave. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Lex, come on. Why do you even care so much about an old Native American language? Because I don't even think that it's, like, from this planet. I don't think it's Native American, bro. Oh, wait. Lex, you think it's aliens? I do. This is where Clark ends up being a dick again. Yeah, Why I love he... it. I love it. I'd keep that I to yourself, Lex. I put it in my notes. What an asshole. Hell yes, Clark. Be that guy. Make him feel stupid? Yes. God, that's so rude. Why? So rude, man. Let's make him uh, feel like he's getting closer. Let's yeah. make him uh, keep questioning the truth. Let's make him just keep going. No, Joseph. Let's make him feel like an idiot so maybe he'll stop. You know he won't. Yeah, but what other shot do I have? He won't. To make him look dumb, though, is my only chance. Yeah. It, it, a guy like Lex, that's your only, he has all the money in the world. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. So you have to make him look dumb for doing it. <laughs> and of course, uh, we, 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 now have we have someone the introduction. dropping off a package for Clark at the hospital. It's like, I have a package here for Clark Kent. And of course, like, how'd you know I'd be here? He's like, I had specific instructions to deliver that to you personally. Small town. People talk. Lucky for me. He walks away. Lex, hey, uh, Clark, why don't you open that package in front of me? Wait, so he said small town. So let's just talk about this. <laughs> Who is actually going to know that Clark is at the hospital right now? So it'd have to be someone specific telling him or somehow knowing, yeah, Clark Kent's at the hospital right now. Who's going to know that? Second, um, d is the other reason that someone just says, like, oh, uh, you should, should try checking the hospital. Clark's always there. It's this easy. 
security guard sold the information to one of the news outlets. It's Lex Luthor's stuff. It's Lex Luthor's belongings. It's any type of press that can make anything, making the Luthers look bad, it's going to be revealed. It's the same thing when we found about with Lucas, how the prodigal son returns. No matter what, there's going to be an article written about the Luthers. Maybe. That's Maybe. what that's what I'm going off of in order for people to know, especially the guy delivering the package. Also, Clark Kent is 6'3". He's the tallest kid in town. <laughs> It's probably the biggest one. Yeah. Um, and of course, Lex is like, hey, aren't you going to open it? All right, dude. Chill out. Yeah, why don't you relax? This is my mail. Oh, my privacy. personal mail? Like, <laughs> God, everyone's just wanting to invade privacy today. Clark runs to the elevator, says, now I'm going to open it, finds an invitation as if this was going to a ball. And it's the hope symbol. And it's from Virgil Swan, VS, and to his address. And of course, we find out, yes, we it's a Dr. Virgil Swan from Chloe. And he's like, man, of, he's a high-tech Howard Hughes, graduated at MIT in 19. He was like the man. And he's on the cover of Time magazine. And then he started his own company, Swan Communications. He became just so famous, bought a whole bunch of satellites. So he's a space guy. So much hardware in space. He, Scientific American dubbed him as the man of tomorrow. Sounds like a remarkable guy to me. He was until he pulled out, and then he sold everything, and then he went away. He did donate, or he de- dedicated himself to the space, aliens, things like that. I just love Clark, though. Well, yeah, okay, that's who he is. What about the address, though, that he sent me? It's the planetarium. Why don't you look up the address, Clark? Why don't you do something? Chloe's Google. Couldn't Clark look up Google Maps though himself? They're all idiots. Chloe's a smart one, but also a bitch. Okay, in this episode, worst. Chloe, though, (laughs) what better place to find little green men than the planetarium? Uh, But Clark, why are you so interested in him? No, why is he so interested in you? Oh, yes, that's correct. Because uh, this guy hasn't made a phone call in 13 years, and all of a sudden he wants to be your best friend. And so... He must think that symbol's pretty important, hmm? Clark immediately dumbfounded. You know what? No, you haven't figured out anything. It's just a hoax. It's just a hoax. And it's like, well, the world's, like, smartest man is thinking that that's wrong. It's not just a hoax, and he wants to find out. So, man of the year, cut out here. We go back to the hospital with Lex checking on Walden. Chloe also does, though, say, you know what? If it was me, I would want to find out why. This is what I mean, though, about what the doctor explains with Lex. So Lex is then standing next to Dr. Walden. The doctor is now explaining, well, he had an overstimulated, uh, what is it, cerebral cortex? Yeah. Is that what he says? Causing a massive seizure. It's, in Lex's terms, so he had a massive over-download. Over, overload of information. And, of course, the doctor's like, yeah, layman's terms, yep. It's doubtful he'll ever regain consciousness. It's going back to what we said, and that's why I thought that it was the overload of information like what Clark had. It's just he wasn't his mind wasn't able to accept it. But I still like the thought of it truly just stated you can't come here or access denied and his mind couldn't even take that. Yeah, and so I'm thinking too, it's like the thing where it's like punishment. You're not of the gods, you and you can't have this knowledge. So it's like that old Greek tale. I think it's Prometheus or something, but he he looked upon the knowledge and, you know, obviously they were cursed for it. God, it's almost like you should be in the Luther family. 
And then, of course, Lex <laughs> kind of goes a little sinister here. And is just like, don't worry, Doctor. You'll share your secrets with me. Hey, he's not going to be able to because he's in a coma, Lex. All right, dude, if you pause it at this scene, I swear to God, <laughs> do not pause babe. it at this I'm going to do this whole scene oh right now. God, so bro. we are now at the Sullivan's. And we are now having Lana packing up that suitcase. Chloe is walking in and she's like, what do you think you are doing? You're like, hey, if you wanted to just run away from home, I think you should pack lighter. Lana immediately says, you know what? I don't think this was such a great idea after all because you haven't spoken to me in multiple days. You have made me feel awkward in your home. Now I feel like just kind of a prisoner I that's not welcoming it. This here. is such an amazing scene that Chloe immediately says, you know what, Lana? Don't. I'm sorry about everything. I've overreacted. But when it comes to you and Clark... No, I, to Clark and my feelings... You know what I mean by what happens with you and Clark in front of me. I'm not able to accept it. What happens to Clark and I is non-existing, and I'm making up the feelings that are there. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Lana is then standing there, and she is supposed to be able to accept this. The problem that I have with her is she doesn't say, I can't help the feelings I have. She mm. says, I can't help the feelings Clark has for me. I can't help I'm pretty. <laughs> I can't help that I'm hot and you're not. That's exactly what she says, which is why this scene bothers me, because she doesn't tell Chloe. Instead, it's her being like, you know what? He's just obsessed with me. Chloe's so obsessed with me. It's exactly it. Chloe's saying, I know. But, but Chloe you... goes, before you go, I wanted to show you something. God, throw up. She looks at the family tree, and she typed in Lana Lang as her immediate sister. Hey, uh, we can make up what we put on our family tree for the assignment. So, yeah. like I said, this is an assignment for second graders. F. <laughs> F. She just, she just, she just failed the project, bro. She failed the project so bad, and it's like, you know, I need to stop focusing on the people that don't love me and focus on the ones that are close to me and love me, and that's my friends and my family, and I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry now, because <laughs> so, I just made up this made up this family tree, and now it's, it's all over. So you think that if you were to make up the family tree, that you were to then get an F, or did you just have to turn into the assignment in order to get an A, and Pete, Lana, and, or no, I'm sorry. Chloe, Lana, and Clark really were just being overdramatic dumbasses, and Pete was right the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> what if Chloe just typed that in, and like the one she actually turns in does not have Lana's name on it? <laughs> <laughs> what if she just did that for Lana to stay? What if she put Daddy as Clark? <laughs> Yo. Father, Clark. Mother, Pete. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, her dad wouldn't even be on that family tree. Yeah, no, he would be like a grandfather. <laughs> Maybe. Uncle. <laughs> if he's long gone. <laughs> yeah, my dad's my uncle. <laughs> and so we go to the We're all orphans. <laughs> <laughs> we go to the Ken house. And we have a family lunch, dinner time, whatever this is. And, of course, Clark's, like, <laughs> showing his parents the invitation. Shoes. And John is just, we don't know who this guy is. Like, we don't know what that those cave symbols are actually translated to. It could be wrong. 
You're going to need to be able to come up with a plan. Okay, you know what? Now you're just being paranoid. Uh, Dad, you know, I'm actually going through something here, and I'm trying to find out about myself. Mm -hmm. Why can't you be supportive on anything? Instead, you're just trying to tell me, Stop it, Clark! You're only supposed to love me, you son of a bitch! Me and your mom. Nobody else. Why... Like, look what he does. When it comes to protecting you and your secret, all I've ever seen are people trying to exploit you for personal gain. And then he goes and claps back, says, You can't protect me forever. And John's like, Well, I don't want to give that up yet, son. You know what I hate, though? Is that I don't want to give it up. Clark even says, Look, he's able to decipher the symbols. And Jonathan immediately says, Well, how do you know? <laughs> well, how do you know? That's right. Yeah, how do you know he just didn't make it up? Huh? Uh, John, it's like you're telling uh, a Spanish professor you don't know Spanish when they're reading something. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> yeah, so both of y'all can decipher it all of a sudden? Yeah, cool. yeah. I can't read that. How can you read that? <laughs> you know who's not talking enough and put enough input is Martha. Thank you. She is allowing this to happen. She's this being episode. lousy. She's she being lousy. She is. Martha, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, even last week, bro. She sucked balls. I know. You know why? <laughs> I think John did something. Because the past two weeks, she seems kind of like a coward. Like, he probably hit her while she was like in her coma thing or sick. Like, whatever. <laughs> hey, Martha, you know how you woke up with those bruises, right? Yo, how'd you do that? Did you fall out of the bed, sweetie? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> wow sorry for the domestic violence jokes not with the wait. past two episodes wait, though no. with martha all right true, because true. come on she has been acting weird this is strange it's two weeks now yeah and so <laughs> ever since he got arrested <laughs> like, it's been, yes i gotta take out my anger somehow i'm never gonna get in trouble again martha remember that watch. you're always here for me right oh my god <laughs> And so even Clark goes and tells John, look, I know y'all don't want me to get hurt, but like, I can't keep the secrets in the storm cellar anymore. I have to go alone. Like, why can't I find out? Why can't I have the answers? I have to do this. I love Jonathan. Okay, we'll go together as a family. Yeah, we'll go together with you as a family. John. Dad, what do you not understand? I need to go. <laughs> He's so annoyed. Dad, I have to go alone. Do you do you not get this? You're not me. You have no idea. Hey, Joseph. And watch him go with him, and he's just going to yell. He's just going to yell the whole time. Remember the guy that just called like Clark and this other dude a liar at yeah. the dinner table just like a few seconds ago? Let's go together as a family. We'll solve it. No, John. Immediately, you'd be like, I don't believe you. You're a liar. You're trying to trick my son. And they're over here, like, giving goodbye hugs and shit. Like, oh, okay. Never gonna see you again? I'll always remember you're my mom and pa. Let me let me tell you something, bro. They really are paranoid. My God. Yes. We all chill Seriously. out. Calm down. It's He's gonna be gone for a couple hours. <laughs> He'll be back. <laughs> By the way, he has super speed. You're telling me you're not gonna be excited when he comes back in a couple hours, still living at home because he's in high school and he still has to graduate? Oh, yeah, by the way, he has class tomorrow. Yeah, um, we're in the middle of the week. It's probably a Thursday right now. <laughs> it's a Thursday for sure. <laughs> and so Clark's just talking to himself in the office that he goes to for Swan. He's like, man, what am I doing? I just, I'm just going to leave. 
And it's like, no, you came here for answers, didn't you? This just looks like a children's like little like library. Yeah, this doesn't weird. even look like an office whatsoever. And who do we get now? The, the man, man himself. himself. <laughs> Christopher Reeves. And his name, Dr. Virgil Swan. He, and he's here, obviously, ready to meet Clark. And he works, he works in the back room of a planetarium. That's what he lets him know. So, Well, he's wondering why. I bet you're wondering why a guy like myself would be working in the back of this type of place. Clark, uh, yeah, the thought kind of did cross my mind. <laughs> And so he tells he tells the computer to activate the screen. And, of course, Virgil Swan is wheelchair-bound. And, of course, they did that because, as most people should know, later in Christopher Reeves' life, he had an accident where he was wheelchair-bound. And they called it the Superman curse. Yeah. Because it wasn't just him. It was multiple. The previous one died, I think. Yes. It was multiple actors where it then became truly a known curse. Christopher Reeves, though, I love that he is in this oh dude it's so awesome man like it's really just paying a lot of homage and obviously he's so happy to do it oh he is eating this roll up because even for me i thought in all honesty i i hate to tell our v, our listeners this but whenever i first watched the i was like man it's gonna be corny this isn't gonna be good mm-hmm. i bet they're just throwing him in it's just like a guess kind of like here's here's something that's what most shows do that's not wrong in thinking that this is not like that. Instead, he is easily the best fucking part in this episode. Dude, every it, it, line. They even play the theme song from the original movie as they introduce him. Every line he is in, like, he is so captivating because you're so interested in his character. Like, how much do you it's know? Like, oh, Virgil Swan, he's telling him. He's literally, he activated the screen and it shows nothing but Kryptonian symbols, so probably sentences, if anything. And, of course, Virgil is going, all my life I've been staring out into space wondering what is out there, wondering if anybody else is out there. And then, of course, 13 years ago, I got an answer. Meteor shower. Clark answers it for him. Now he immediately starts responding. Once I, once of my receiving signals, it was able to take me years to decrypt it. But so he I, got a message from a station that he had, and it took me years to decrypt. And finally, he actually discovered a mathematical key because, A, doctorate in math. And so he built it into the transmission, and he's able to read it. And, of course, Clark is still being hesitant. He hasn't fully admitted, you know, at this point. I mean, you're, you're obviously the kid he's looking for, but it's like he's not admitting that he's this person yet. Yes, and he's still wanting to know before he even continues. This is what... You were mentioning before and why I wanted to put a pause on it and say I kind of believe you, even though I don't like to ever believe you because you're always full of shit. (laughs) But maybe he doesn't understand names. I'm full of good shit. I don't. Okay. I don't know if Clark is testing him here, but I don't think he knows what it says. Yeah, dude. Because he asks him, what does this say? Mm -hmm. And Swan responds this is Kalel of Krypton. Like so, he's reading Kalel Krypton. He's like looking at it's like, how would I say this? Like it, I don't I don't know what this means. Yeah, so, so the message does say, he starts to say, This is Kalel of Krypton, our infant son, our last hope. And as he's listening, he's like, Wow. And he's thinking now, please protect him and deliver him from evil was the last part. And so Clark goes, Kalel. And he's think he's realizing that that's his name. That was a weird screen thing what that it did. Yeah, I, yeah okay. I was, was glad. The Matrix? Like, I was like, when he reaches for the screen, it, it like. That's a weird warp thing. And, and I like, thought, I go, is this a portal? Yeah, I, was, I, was, I didn't understand that. But, anyways, so, of course. 
I Swan then asks questions well, like, did he survive the journey? Like, did is he still living among us? And then, of course, years went by, and then now I have this common symbol I've been studying burned on the side of a farm where the parents adopted a son. Clark immediately starts to freak out a little bit. So you think I'm Kello? I'm sorry, I'm just Clark Kent. No, 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 no. You're misunderstanding my tone here. It, he is Swan is immediately trying to just say, I'm seeking the truth. I'm not like Lex. Yeah, I just want to know. It's not like I'm going to tell. He's like, of course, Clark is getting defensive. You don't know who I am. And then, of course, Swan, Swan says, you know, you can live with that decision. That's fine. And so can I. But if you walk out that door, it'll never be open to you again. And I won't give you the second part of the message. All right, so this was kind of a Lex move, though. Oh, yeah. This was a, I'm going to show you a part because I'm never going to show, I'm going to show you a part of my hand. I'm never going to show you the full hand. Mm -hmm. This is also the Lucas trait because he's such a good gambler. I wouldn't even say it's a loot thing. I think it's just no, the no, rich Lucas. man. I think it's the rich I man I said thing. Lucas. Oh, a Lucas. <laughs> this is Lucas. Ah, <laughs> uh, the other L.L. <laughs> the other I mean. other. And so, but yeah, no, he's definitely doing like the rich, like real obviously strategic guy i mean he's a smart dude he doesn't it, want it's clark a good to way go to sell and it's like i mean i'm you can play that act all you want if you want to know the truth i'll let you know but there's a catch he doesn't want clark to go because in a way this is what he's been waiting for his whole life this is why he sold his company this is why he hangs out in the mm -hmm. back of the planetarium he is finally finding his own answers and he's presenting them in a different way than lex ever could yeah lex would be presenting this with a smile on his face going do you want the red pill or the blue pill <laughs> god and so as we continue Clark says, tell me something, Doctor. Why are you doing this to me? And I love Virgil. It's so genuine. It's just like, hey, man, we all have things that just tick in our brains, our windmills. We all have our own windmills. And uh, the windmill that he took Lana up to, you remember, right? The one that could see Metropolis. Wow. You love that. <laughs> and just it's just his need to know that he's right. And once I do, it'll never leave this room. I'm not going to tell a soul, man. And, of course... Still hesitation. Still Clark trying to give the stare down, being, you know what? Show me. Show me this show me the second part. And of course, the last message this time, Clark reads it. We will be with you, Kal-El. He which goes back to all what of the you days said. of your life. He now understands how to read the name. Mm -hmm. So now he he's able to pick up on it. So he's I like, like okay. that connection that he didn't know how to read the name, so he didn't know how to read it. Yeah. It's like I yeah. like that. I'll buy it. So and he doesn't know if he's actually, you know mistranslating it and everything yes and he's like what does this mean is and of course virgil's like you know one thing i've learned is the value of patience in my in my profession and so at some point we'll find out you know what what those mean but clark and, looks at the space behind him and it looks like that it's m5 where it looks a center circle that seems to be x'd out he says virgil tracked the, the yes the signal, the signal all the way billions of light years in space and he found nothing but Apparently, that's where his planet was, and well, we know that to be Krypton now, which is actually the first time they have officially said it. Yes. We get the Krypton name drop, bro, because Kal-El laughs on Krypton, of course. And when it comes to with Clark, he is still thinking, okay, what exactly happened? Mm -hmm. I, I enjoy this scene because it's also, in a way, heartbreaking. 
he is now asking Swan, because it seems to be a little bit of a panic in Clark. I, I can't tell if it's a panic or if it's a not believing him, but it's still a, okay, planet's not there. What's going on? What exactly happened? Swan, tell me the answers. And Swan says it could be a million things, war, famine, disease. I mean, look at the world that we have around us. Would you be surprised that something would ever happen, such as like it disappearing, like even a type of global event that would cause it to go away? But there was only one message, and this is where it begins to get a little heartbreaking because Clark is realizing one thing. He is the only one. He's the last son. Last son of Krypton. And, of course, he's wondering, why me? There must have been a reason to send me to this planet. We don't know why it was destroyed or maybe if it was even there, but it's like, you know, many things could happen. And it's like, you know, you'll have to journey and take by looking out into yourself. You must write your own destiny, Cal L. Oh, well, you won't be able to Clark, bro. You won't even be able to find it in the stars. Mm -hmm. You can only find it within you. That's right. And I love that he calls him Cal L. Well, I also like the Kakarot thing. It's also (laughs) Kakarot. Mm -hmm. But it's also going back to it's a different method on how he's doing it versus Lex. Mm -hmm. It's such a this is your destiny type of feel, not I wanna, I wanna exploit you. I wanna see what you can do. Yeah, right. It. He never asked those questions of what are your abilities? What are you really capable of? Mm-hmm. Swan was truly just interested in the alien like, aspect. Like, dude, this is awesome. Like, I just yeah. want to know. I just yeah. want to know. Like, come on, please, please <laughs> let me know. And of course, now we get to the final scene. Here is the storm cellar. We're back in the storm cellar. Quick point, I just want to pause. This is where I told you, because it didn't fit in the one episode, the Gears of War song should have been here. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, probably. Okay, thank you. The Come Storm on. Cellar, and John comes down, and Clark is just staring into the ship. And so he's looking at it. Obviously, he just got told all this information. John got news from Martha that he knew you were back. And now, checking up on you. What's going on? How'd it go? And so... Basically, I know that whatever Dr. Swan told you must be overwhelming. But if you need to talk about it, your mother and I are always here. John, for once, is actually acting like the father that I've appreciated in this one five-minute clip. Because this is the only time that he actually sounds like a decent person. He is truly only caring about Clark. He is not caring about the information that he is finding out instead of a, let's, tell me. Tell me about your problems. Tell me about your mind. Let's do this together, not I'm going to try to push you from doing this. And and Clark is pretty sad right now because, you know, I found out that... He's a true orphan. My planet is gone. I am the only one. I'm truly alone. And, of course... John says, like, I mean, you're never alone, man. You know, we love you. Like, this is just as much as your home. But, you know, you get, yeah, you're alone, bro. You're never, at this point, you think you're not going to find out anything. And then he figured out what the... um, Gigantic That dish that we've seen, what, maybe once or twice? We I thought we've only seen it once. And it was one of the original, like, five episodes that we saw that gigantic piece It's like a giant floppy disk or something. And so he figured out that... It is the, the ship's heart. Yes. It's the ship's heart. It's the and heart so, of the ship. And so he hasn't used it yet. And of course, he said, I didn't want to do it alone. 
John starts crying, says, oh, my God, a father-son moment. Yeah, let's do it together, Clark. Come on now, Clark. <laughs> let's go let's walk over there right now. <laughs> they walk over to the ship. Clark puts the key inside of there. The ship seals it up as if it was a part of itself. It floats. It starts to glow on the outer. It then opens where it starts to spin with mm-hmm. the actual Kryptonian word. And it's... Actually, it's bothering Clark. This is where Clark is then disturbed. He's scared, man. Because now we have turned into Invincible. Oh, this is kind of that scene where it's somebody's father, essentially, or parents, essentially telling their child, you're going to be the ruler of this world. They hey, are weak. I know he I know he just learned, but what if there's the chance, even like John said, what if it means something and what if he didn't mean to like rule, you know? But yeah, so the, he he gets the message, right? And it starts spinning all the symbols there. And let, let's make sure we know what the full message is here. Oh, no, no, no. Trust me. It's invincible. <laughs> and so John asks him, "What is it?" cuz obviously he can't read like in general. And um it's a message from my father. Oh, my biological oh. father. He's and he's, he's like, I'm sure I'm reading it wrong though, because he's kind of like scared. On this third planet from this star soul, oh, huh, it's the son's name. Very cool. You will be a god among men. They are a flawed race. Rule them with strength, my son. That is where your greatness lies. Now. How would he misinterpret that? I mean, yeah, that's pretty. That's <laughs> like, no, pretty no, 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 no. You said you wanted to give the audience that exact wording because you wanted to make me look bad. So now you got to continue your argument, Joseph. How did he misinterpret that? It's pretty straightforward. But what if? <laughs> but, come on. <laughs> what if? I don't know. Maybe just. Okay. <laughs> We all know his father is Jor-El, okay? What if Jor-El just meant it in a nice way? <laughs> I don't know what we are talking about now because there is no way in hell. So as the audience, I'm sorry. Technically, you don't know yet yes. that's his father's yeah, name. But yeah, we all know that. his, in the comics, you his can't name say is that. You can't say that, dude. And so Clark actually starts freaking out. like, what if I was sent here to rule? Oh, my God. Like, what if, what planet, what kind of planet am I from? And of course, yeah, what if it's a uh, Viltrumite okay. or Viltrum? <laughs> but I also kind of hate this scene because I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt saying he's 15. I know that we use that a lot, but I have to. Brightburn. He starts going, oh, my God, what if that was supposed to be? That's not who you are, though. Exactly. And John yeah. even tells him, like, you do know, like, like, even if that was the case, like, you're here. We raise you to do good we, with your stuff. You've so been raised like, so differently than what the ship is telling you to do. So guess what? Just don't do it. Yeah, and then of course, what if he? What is he just like? Well, they meant for me to rule, so I guess I gotta rule, I, right? I, guess, I I gotta kill people. Okay, bye, Dad. <laughs> Dead. Hey, Clark, you make your own choices. Yeah, be good. <laughs> like, what? Please. What's going on? He's like has the belt behind him as he's talking. <laughs> he's like, oh, so they told you to rule, huh? Just smacking it back and forth. He's already weak at this point. It's just like, not on my watch. John's got the belt. Martha then puts on her little kryptonite ring. Oh, <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so that's the end. They hug it out because John kind of gives him Starts the Starts massaging the back pet, of his head. Tries to give him the calming pet talk of just, look, you write your own destiny. Just like Virgil Swan said, you write your own destiny. You do what you want. We raise you for good. Be that person we raise you to be. 
And so that's it. It cuts to the end. 9.1 episode rating, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. It's decent. 9.1. 6.5. It's 6.5. 9.1, baby. And again, I'm going to agree with the IMDb here. Christopher Reeves is easily, a, easily a great part, the best part. And that's actually the first of his appearances, because he does make a... No, no, he's constant for a little remember. bit here. Yeah, he makes a couple more. For uh, sure. Yeah, easily. I read I read about that on set. He was just so great to work with. No, he worked like nonstop, 12 yeah. straight hours like that. He and that's what you can even tell, and that's what I mean that it wasn't just a guest appearance. Yeah, it was a true character that was going to be a part of the show, which is why I think it's it's such a great role for him to be able to take part of. It's kind of what I compare to, and I hate that I'm going back to Marvel. Is just kind of like a Mister Green Incredible Hulk thing, where it's somebody that has these type of abilities that, in a way, they lose control over at times. And they're wanting somebody to be able to make them normal. Yeah. They're wanting somebody to just make them relax. Where somebody that has answers, it actually makes them ease. It makes them feel calm. And that's what I think that Dr. Swan is able to do for Clark, which I'm almost positive. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think Clark had this type of character or therapist in the comics whatsoever. No, he was completely made up for the show. That's for sure. I've, I've, I've read about that a lot. And... Um... It's just, it's nice to have that because why not have the OG Superman we all know be like the kind of Kryptonian mentor to him, you know, as it is his introduction into the show. And it's just such great homage. That man was just a blast, obviously, just watch. I loved watching him. Well, and I think that the writers did really well at being able to figure out, okay, how can we have Clark be able to understand everything without him just kind of getting that automatically? Of yeah. just, yeah, for exactly. example, the blast in the cave of him just immediately like, saying, you know, oh, I know all usually, the symbols. Yeah, now how it's a whole thing in the comics. He gets the Fortress of Solitude somehow. And yes. that's it. Like, it's just talk through there that you get your information. Like, why not baby steps? Baby steps into there. Oh, so this is a known thing. So Krypton's known, like, obviously on Earth to some. Well, and even what you mentioned of it being the first time that we have actually Krypton introduced is we're already in season two and only kind of towards the end, but there's 10 seasons of it and we already have the mention. So they're not in a way wasting time. Mm -hmm. They could be taking baby steps when it comes to the introduction, but I still feel like it's really quick yeah. of them essentially telling him his entire origin here. Really? You think it's quick? Yeah. Well, I mean... They told him everything. I mean, they told him... Krypton's the out there. Here's your father. Here's the ship. You're all alone. Well, kind of. Because we only... We got the basic information. We got the message that was with his ship. We got... Well, the caves is where we're going to start getting more elaborate, but... We got what daddy wanted you to do. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so, yeah. No, we got the we got the, the ship with the message. We got, of course, Swan said, yeah, try to track the planet. I think it's gone. Probably blew up or something. Or it just died. I mean, a planet can just die, but whatever. Um, I mean, it could. It's basically, I mean, he doesn't Interstellar. know officially everything. He doesn't know like what his planet was about. He doesn't know his parents' names. He doesn't know any of that. Well, he doesn't know the culture. 
now he at least is on a correct path except I still don't understand his freak out there because unless you're going to have some type of chip in your brain that you're freaking out about being like, oh my God, I'm going to turn. I read the message now. I must rule. <laughs> I must rule over Earth. Unless that is transpiring, I have no idea what his reaction was about. Oh my God, I'm going to be bad, Dad. Don't make me be bad. What if Clark was actually the cyborg and... uh that whole time he was a cyborg and until he read that message and then he uh, his protocol activated. It would also explain how he could go and ask for a job after making out with a girl in front of uh, the girl that he's asking a job from that he apparently loves. Pretty dope, right? It would make a lot more sense that way. So yeah, well, you know what? Cyborg Superman, that's who we're dealing with here. So get the, the whole Kryptonian message. So the messages included in the episode are real using official Kryptonian alphabet from DC Comics. Love that. Which has a one-to-one character transliteration of all 26 letters. And so that is provided to the Smallville production staff by DC Comics. So every person on the production staff had the alphabet, so they knew what they were writing and reading. That's great. And... (laughs) And it's because it shows the commitment of how far this show is able to go. Yeah. In order to be able to make sure that it was tying into the comics as well as just telling kind of like the high school drama aspect. This show really did have it all with being able to tie it. The fact that they had the entire alphabet and made sure everybody understood it, I'm now curious to see if they actually can do it. Dude, that'd be so awesome. I'm now wanting to have them see if they can do it, because if they can't do it, then they're fucking posers, (laughs) all right? Yo, you're posers, smallville posers. Yo, yo, Tom, show me. Write me a sentence I'm going to write you a sentence, and if you can't read it, you posing. You posing. (laughs) Shouldn't even be here. And it was cool about that because obviously we now know the title of this episode, Rosetta. We had the translation of the language. We and Lex even made the reference that, oh, Clark Kent's the Rosetta Stone we may have been looking for, Walden. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to lick your mind. <laughs> <laughs> and but that's it, man. That's Rosetta. And we had the fun facts in there. We had some booing of Chloe because she sucks. She was great. <laughs> yeah, as you see, that's her boy over there, dude. I'm trying, man. This season's been so hard to support. Hey, <laughs> man. Yeah, so appreciate everyone listening once again. Hope it was, uh, you know, the one, the 9.3 or 9.1 you were looking for, you know? There's no way in hell it was. It is. No. It's literally official. IMDB, bro. No, 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 no. 6.5. Well, we got 6.5 here. Nah, man. But, I mean, this is this is a good one. Next week, ugh, I hate this episode. I know what episode this is. I'm excited about this one. We I do episode, not remember. We have episode 18, Visitor. So you're saying I'm going to I'm gonna soak this episode up? Uh, you might like it. I don't know. I'm going to be I can't remember all of it, but I just remember that kid right there. I already see the image of him. I'm like, not about it. I'm all about it. It looks like high school drama to Taylor. Looks like superpowers, looks like high school, looks like love interests, looks like I'm all about it. Okay. All right. All right. But yeah, next week, catch us then. We're out of here. Again, follow us on Twitter, somebody save underscore me. And uh, yeah, put some nice comments. Like, nice comments meaning talking shit. And uh, Yeah, only say bad things. Or just maybe just liking our posts, photos. No, 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 no. Make sure you say awful things to me. Yeah. Spit on me. Spit on him. 
Call me scum. Call you Lex. You know what? That's probably what Lex likes more than anything else. Getting spit on? Yeah. We're going to end on that note.